With what? Oomph. Oomph? Have you ever heard the word oomph? No. It's a a good word. Oomph. It's spelled O-O-M-P-H. Oomph. 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 It means like oomph. Oomph. Yeah. Americans and their things. Hey everyone, I'm Studio Steve and I'm here with Veronica. Hello everybody. And today, the 13th, is actually our five-month anniversary for the Pod Sound School. Yeah, can you believe it? It's been five months. Uh-huh, it's crazy. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. Feels like two years. <laughs> <laughs> it really does feel like two years. Yeah, it's been quite a journey. Uh-huh, but if this is your first time checking out an episode... Uh, the Pod Sound School, you'll find all the resources you need to grow your digital footprint by planning, developing, and launching a high-quality podcast. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking all about podcast topics and finding topics and ideas for your podcast. So this episode is for those of you who are on the fence of whether you should have a podcast or not, and it's going to help you to pick your topic. Yeah, so on this episode, we're going to go through the step-by-steps methodology that Veronica and I use with our clients to help them to choose a topic and to narrow down their niche market and to narrow down the topical ideas and the episodic ideas for their podcast. So we're going to be covering seven steps and by the end of it, you'll be all ready to go and get started with your podcast. But before we dive into it, we just want to tell you about our Overachievers Club over at Patreon. Yes. So, and I think we've been doing this every episode for the last few weeks. We didn't feel like doing it at the beginning of our journey, but we need your help. Uh-huh. And Patreon, what you can do is to go there and to sign up for a pledge, and that will help us immensely. It will help us so we can keep the doors of the Pod Sound School open. It will help us so we can keep creating content, free content every week. It, it will help us so we can keep providing resources to new podcasters and podcasters who need our help. And we need your support and we need your pledge. And if you do that for us, we'll be eternally grateful. And the Pod Sound School community will be grateful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so come check us out. Uh, we have a goal after we get 2,000 patrons. We're going to open the doors to the Pod Sound School Espanol uh-huh. uh, for our friends in Central and Latin America. Yeah, for America. those of you who haven't noticed my accent, I am not from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Colombia. And one of our goals is to bring the Pod Sound School to the Spanish speaking countries. Mm-hmm. And your pledge will help us do that and we'll get access to us. Yeah. And we'll be, you know, grateful that you did. We'll give you a shout out. We'll give you love. Mm-hmm. Oh, talking about that, we need to talk about our new Patreon. Yeah, actually, we have two shout outs to do today. Our first is for our new patron, um, and we're so grateful. We're so happy. It's actually our second patron. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's a pretty big deal. Uh, and it's uh, Cage's Kiss, the Cage's Kiss podcast. No, they're, they're our third, because I was the first one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so 
technically they're the third. Veronica's <laughs> our first patron. Yes. So that was really fun. If you haven't heard their podcast yet, you haven't checked it out, you definitely should. Cage's Kiss Podcast. It's all about Nicolas Cage and his crazy career. And it's a really fun topic for a show. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your support. We love you and we... We'll make sure that you are well taken care of. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And then the other, we put out a tweet about our YouTube video. Yes. And how there's one spelling error in it. And we (laughs) said if you could find the spelling error, then we'd give you a shout out on our next episode. And Mm -hmm. so that goes to Jacqueline Schiff for finding the spelling error. We missed an E in interested. So it was (laughs) interested or something like that. We love having spelling mistakes in our YouTube videos. So. Uh, it makes it so people go watch them. Yeah, and I didn't realize until I looked at her Twitter profile that Jacqueline Schiff was the founder of Podreacher, podreacher.com, which uh-huh. is a really cool company. They do content marketing to help your podcast get more traction. So you should check out Podreacher. They give your podcast more legs. They do turbocharged SEO, increased discovery. And I think one of the coolest things they do is they repurpose your episodes into high quality articles. Oh, how cool or, is that? Yeah, or Q&As at reasonable rates. How cool is That's that? That's really cool because a lot of us don't have time to be repurposing our episodes into blog posts or Q&As and things mm-hmm. like that. So definitely we're checking out. Jacqueline asked us if we were going to be at podcast a, movement the podcast movement uh, we like, won't we won't be at the podcast we won't movement. it just mm-hmm. so happens that next week is my birthday. Uh-huh. And we will be celebrating. We will be celebrating. So, uh-huh. but Next year. We'll next be there year, next we'll be year. We'll be there for sure. Let's just go ahead and get at it then. Okay, so we have seven steps. So after following this seven-step process, you'll be able to finish this episode and go and come up with a topic for your show. I can guarantee you that. And if you don't, you know, message me. Say, Veronica, you're wrong. <laughs> so step number one. The very first thing you need to do is to ask yourself, why do I want to start a podcast? Is it that you want to entertain other people? Is it that you want to grow your community? Do you want to educate? Do you want to share your passion about certain topics? Or simply because uh, you love to hear your voice and how it sounds in the microphone? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, that's the first thing you need to do is to be honest with yourself and say, mm-hmm. okay, I want to have a podcast because I want to grow the digital footprint for my business. Or I want to have a podcast to educate other people about my art or whatever the reason, just come up with a reason why. Okay, let's move on to step number two. Step number two is inventory. In our quest for finding the right topic for a blog or a podcast, a business venture, a book or a project you have in mind, it really starts with inward looking and finding our passions and expertise and a deep look into our talents, our experiences. It's the foundation for successful and sustainable projects. So it's a really good idea, uh, important, I think, to make an inventory or a list of your passions, your skills, your experiences and expertise. What are my interests and passions? What are my skills and talents? What are the subjects you can talk about for hours? What activities do you do that you lose track of time when you're doing them? 
What do you find fun or easy that others find difficult or challenging or boring? What are people constantly asking you for advice on? What are some of the challenges that you have overcome? What accomplishments do you have? What is your educational and professional background? And just because something comes easy for you does not mean that others will not find it interesting. So those are all good things to make a list of when you're, you know, struggling to find a topic for your podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sit down in front of the computer and start typing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect piece of writing that you are doing here. It's just more like a brain dump kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You want to dump all your ideas on paper and don't think about it too much. It's just the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, number three is the content creator. So step number three is what kind of content creator are you? And this is something that I did not consider myself to be a content creator, but uh, whether it's a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel, social media, what you create every week is content and that makes you a content creator. Then I wanted to talk about a little bit here about the imposter syndrome, you know, that feeling that creeps in every time we want to start doing something that we are not good enough and that we're not, that we are inadequate, that we don't have the enough skills or the enough information, the enough expertise. Well, during this step, I am going to help you figure it out what kind of content creator you are and that you have what it takes. <laughs> so let's just kick that imposter syndrome in the in the ass. In the ass. Kick it in the ass. Damn imposter Okay, syndrome. so let's talk about the content curator. So are you a content curator? Let's find out. A content curator is the person who is very passionate about a subject, but is not an expert in the field or does not have the credentials yet. So she or he loves to do research in the subject. This person is the go-to for valuable information. You either have a little bit of experience or exposure in the field and you feel extremely passionate about it. We have two podcasts that are good examples for content curation, and that's Eric Conley with his Unstructured podcast, and Randall Kenneth Jones with the Jones That Show podcast. So what they do is that they bring people with interesting stories, with interesting backgrounds to their shows, and all sorts of different areas of expertise to be guests on their shows. And um, every week we learn about something different. So mm -hmm. they themselves are not experts in those different fields, but they bring experts to their shows to talk about their expertise. Mm -hmm. So that's what it means to be a content curator. So for example, if you're passionate about spirituality, you love reading books about spirituality, you have been at spirituality retreats, and even if you're not a spiritual teacher yet, that you can have a podcast where you interview uh, book authors about spirituality, local spiritual leaders, or individuals talking about their spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. And after you've been doing this for a while, then chances are that you will become a spiritual teacher as well. Yeah. Because you've been learning, you have that first-hand interaction with experts. Yeah. 
So, and I mean, that's how all of us learn, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And back to the Unstructured podcast, you know, Eric has done so many different episodes on body language that Mm -hmm. he's pretty much a body language Uh expert And it's not only to bring the expert, he does the research. Yeah, he he does the research. He does the research. For the expert that's coming to create a good Mm -hmm. um, uh, interview. Interview. Yeah, and we have a really cool episode with Eric Hunley, if you haven't checked out, and with Randall as well, both Uh about the process of interviewing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's on our podcast uh, at iTunes or anywhere else, and also over Mm -hmm. on our YouTube channel, Pod Sounds Cool. Yeah. So now we'll move on to the professional. Okay. And let's see if you fit in this category. Okay. So with the professional, you have the professional credentials and the testimonials to prove your expertise. There are the artists, musicians, business coaches, financial advisors, real estate experts, lawyers, doctors. They use podcasts to educate, create awareness, and or to train other people about their expertise. Examples of this is the Pod Sound School, right? Mm -hmm. We have Studio Steve. He's an audio engineer, and he decided to have a podcast to share his knowledge about audio production, right? Uh So if you feel passionate about your profession, consider having a podcast uh, to showcase your expertise in the subject while educating others. That's pretty Mm -hmm. cool because there's a lot of longevity with that Mm -hmm. because it's obviously something you're going to enjoy talking about. Uh So what's the next personality So the next one is role model. Mm -hmm. Role. 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 The role model. So the role model content creator documents his or her journey teaching people what she had learned through the experience. So if you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, or have gone through experiences of survival and resilience or any kind of experience, uh, you can, for example, have a podcast documenting your journey through the process for those who are a few steps behind you. So you can be, you don't have to be just one. You can be, you know, all three. All three of them. Uh, yeah. Or two. But anyway, wherever you are, whatever stage in your career, in your life, there's something that you can be teach others. And that's what this whole point is about. Mm-hmm. It's just to kick that imposter syndrome out of the window and start doing what you love. Yeah, start doing what you love and realize that you are an expert Mm -hmm. already and you do have really valuable expertise to share. And that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just how it is. Everybody's an influencer now, mm-hmm. you know, so. That's yeah. And when cool. we're talking about expertise, we're not talking about credentials mm-hmm. because, you know, sometimes you go through this uh, experiences in life and you go so deep into certain areas that you mm-hmm. can help people to navigate the same issues with ease. So mm-hmm. they don't have to go through the same struggles and, and pain that you went through. Mm hmm. So you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have a PhD. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. I like that. Number four of the seven steps is being able to describe your target audience. I also like to think of the target audience as your peers, you know, your people. Um, And can you describe them in detail? Meaning, who are they? Are they parents? Are they widows? Business women? Cat lovers? Dog lovers? What are their routines? And what does their typical day look like? What are their dreams? What are their pain points? Do they struggle with being productive? Do they struggle with losing weight? Do they struggle with finances? Do they struggle with balancing family and career? 
all of those things are really going to help to guide your content creation process and help you to pin down and, and narrow down your topic choices. How do they like their information to be presented? Are they readers? Uh, do they listen to podcasts even? Mm-hmm. Are they visual learners? And then a nice tip here to finding, to communicating and everything is to join Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram communities. Facebook groups are perfect for this. With that, why don't we move on to step number five? Step number five is the external research. So, so far we have step number one and step number two is to look inward, make an inventory of your skills talents and expertise. Step number three was all about what kind of content creator are you? What kind of things you have to offer and describe your target audience. And after we have described our target audience in detail, then we move on to the external research, which is okay. I have all this. Are people searching for this kind of topic? So the, we have three tools that we use a lot. We use many other tools for our different platforms like YouTube and our content curation. But for our podcast, we use Keywords Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use Answer the Public and Quora. Keywords Everywhere is a browser add-on for Chrome and Firefox that shows what people are searching on Google and the volume of those uh, searches. Keywords Everywhere is just really cool, and you should definitely get it on Chrome because it will show you. So you type on the search bar on Google, and then and it, it auto populates. Like how? Yeah, well, already if you go to Google, you can see there's a lot of auto populating or mm-hmm. suggested search terms that pop up. And those are pretty cool even without keywords mm-hmm. everywhere because that shows you what people are searching for. Mm-hmm. That's why it's auto-populating. But keywords everywhere will also show you how many times that term is searched for a month. Mm-hmm. And then it will also show you a bunch of suggested related keywords along the margin. Um, it's just really cool because it, it gives you an idea of what people are searching for on this topic and how popular these things are. Mm-hmm. So you could be like, well, you know, nobody's really searching for this specific topic, but if I put a different spin on it, there's a lot of people searching for that. Mm-hmm. That helps with SEO and discovery especially, but it really can power content too. Yeah, this is an important step because you don't want to make a podcast about a topic that nobody's searching about. Mm-hmm. You want to have high search volumes or relatively, relatively high search, high volumes. search uh-huh. volumes so you'll know that mm-hmm. people will be searching for your topic and will mm-hmm. be finding your podcast. And then the other tool that we use... It's uh, Answer the Public. Uh-huh. Yeah, we love Answer the Public. It's a data visualization tool that fetches and maps keywords, suggestions, and predictions that you see when you perform a Google search. It's really cool because it shows you what people are concerned what with, people are what concerned problems with. they're having. Uh-huh. And then finally to things like forums like Mm -hmm. Quora. It's a question and answer website where questions are asked and answered by internet users. Mm -hmm. So it's a great resource for you to go and find out what what people are looking for, what they're asking for. Mm -hmm. So you can be more specific with your topic. So the next step out of the seven is competitor research. This is basically how it sounds, is looking into your competitors. 
And a lot of people in the podcasting community don't really like using the word competitor because we're all like a family. If you're new to the podcasting community, you've probably noticed that, how warm and welcoming podcasters are. But people who are doing the same type of podcast that you're thinking of mm-hmm. doing, it's very important to check their shows out and, and really just to find, are there any podcasts that are doing what you're thinking of doing on the topic you're considering? Look how competitive that is. Right. So if you want to do a podcast talking about Game of Thrones, see how many other people, how many other people. Yeah. Or a movie podcast or true crime podcast. You're entering into a very thick Mm -hmm. market there. So you're going to have to niche down a little bit more and find something that makes you unique and that can appeal to a smaller group of people so that you can have a competitive advantage at first. Mm -hmm. And then look at the different podcast directories. Look at iTunes, look at Spotify, Google Play and listen to the top five podcasts that come up in that category and see if there's something that they're not providing. See if there's gaps in their information that they're not giving. Mm -hmm. And then... If their podcast sounds like poo-poo. Or if their podcast sounds like (laughs) poo-poo. I need to... Okay, I'm going to do it. I need to like cue up sound effects um, like farts, fart noises, (laughs) maybe rockets launching, maybe a duck quacking, maybe a cat meowing just for occasionally and you wouldn't be able to hear it but our listeners here on twitter live they could hear it if we had any (laughs) listeners there's one that keeps coming in and he keeps falling out okay they're all a podcast movement yeah they are and then do quick google research podcasts about grieving podcasts about book clubs you know find definitely do some google research and look into people who are doing what you're thinking about doing. That is great for inspiration. But a word of warning there, don't get discouraged. Don't be discouraged by their Mm -hmm. high production values. Don't get discouraged by how they seem to dominate the internet with your topic. You have a very special message that's very unique to you, even if you want to do the same thing that 100 other people are doing. Uh, just be you, be true to who you are, and you will have a competitive advantage. Mm-hmm, yeah. Just get started. Just give it a spin. Mm-hmm. And let's uh, finish off with number seven. So step number seven is monet. I I have problems with this word monetiz- monetization. That sounds perfect. Monetization. Yeah. Monetization. And this is something that we sit down and talk to our clients about. Yeah, all the time. Because this influences your content big time. One of the main reasons podcasters give up on producing their shows is because producing a podcast is time consuming and they don't seem to have a clear idea of how to monetize or what is the return on all the investment I'm making. So you have to, I know that this makes people a little uncomfortable, but you have to think about how am I going to generate a revenue out of my podcast? Mm -hmm. So before you settle on a topic, consider doing research Search about how you can monetize from your topic. See if other people who are creating this type of podcast or podcast on this topic. And like you said, that's tricky because a lot of people want to get into it. And going back to the very first step, the why you're podcasting, it's cool because it, it's almost cooler if your why has nothing to do with monetizing. Mm-hmm. And that's why you said, you know, it's kind of tricky for people at first. 
But if you at least have it in mind and you know that it's an eventuality and you can lead toward it, that's going to help with longevity a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, look into uh, growing your community and have uh, events, create events around your podcast mm -hmm. that you can um, monetize out of. Mm -hmm. uh, just think about it. Just have it in mind. Have a plan for it. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to do at this stage. And a lot of times that will drive the type of content you create because you can start thinking of things in terms of like having products that you're trying to sell mm -hmm. or if you're trying to drive people to your crowdfunding source then you can kind of reverse engineer your product into an episode so people might not necessarily realize it that they're kind of falling in love with your product mm -hmm. that you're eventually going to lead them to purchase yeah um, which is pretty cool yeah so think about monetization directly or indirectly out of your podcast because if you have a business and you want your podcast to you know, generate more leads then you indirectly are generating income for your business mm -hmm. or are you using your podcast to showcase your abilities and your talents and your expertise so you can get that job or that job opportunity mm -hmm. so just have that in mind that's very important and we tell our clients to have that in mind so they don't give up on their shows mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah and I, lo I love how you touched on their sort of indirect monetizing mm -hmm. that comes from podcasting that is definitely valuable mm -hmm. so just building the authority in your industry uh, can be valuable uh, marketing just having another platform mm -hmm. that your business or that your project is on a lot of people use podcasting as a way to monetize even though the podcast itself doesn't make a dime mm -hmm. so there's lots of things to think about there and research there and as we continue to monetize from our own podcast mm -hmm. we are going to eventually be able to teach you how we did that mm -hmm. but that's why we haven't really done any episodes about monetizing yet mm -hmm. uh, so let's just do a quick recap the whole idea here that we talked about with finding a topic is what do you like, what do you know, what are you good at, what is sustainable, and is there a potential for revenue? Mm -hmm. That's basically it. And with that, you know, just thank you so much for tuning in every week and supporting us. And uh, please come say hi at social media. Come ask us any questions you have and especially suggestions for future episodes or content you'd like to see us create. Even if it's outrageous, even if you don't think it's a good idea, please just let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know. We'll, and let we'll, us know if you if you found this episode to be helpful. If you follow the steps and you came up with a good topic for your show, we would be interested to we'd know. We'd be way interested to, to the know. point of giving you a shout out and mm -hmm. helping you sort of get that podcast lifted off yeah. the ground with a little more oomph. And then definitely check out our YouTube. With what? Oomph. Oomph? Oomph. Have you ever heard the word oomph? No. Oomph? Oh, it's, a, it's a good word. Oomph. It's spelled O-O-M-P-H. Oomph. Oh. oomph. 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 It means like oomph. Oomph. Yeah. Americans and their things. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. So anything else, Veronica? Um, No. Okay. No, no, well, no. then we'll see you guys next week. Come join us over on Twitter. We're at Pod Sound Schools, our handle Come say hi to us there, follow us, and then you can see the behind the scenes of these podcasts being recorded every week at noon. Hope you guys are all having fun without us there at the podcast, podcast movement. movement. But and come and join us to our Facebook group, Podcasting for Bosses. Yeah, we'd love to see you over there as well. I'd love to keep torturing you with these live videos. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys next time, and okay, happy thank casting. Thank you. Bye, Podskis. Thank you.
Thank you.